Welcome to another episode of the Proud Rev podcast. I'm your host, Dara Veda Pragyananda. And in this podcast, we're looking at issues in the news and in society from the perspective of the progressive utilization theory, or Proud, which was alternative to capitalism, a socioeconomic theory, which was formulated by the Indian philosopher Prabhat Ranjan Sarkar. So that's our, our framework of observation. So today, the title is called Choose Your Targets Carefully. So if you're in the sport of archery and you're in a competition, well, it's good to be a good archer, but you really have to aim at the right target. And similarly, in society, oftentimes we find some issues and we get um, interested to solve the problems, but sometimes we don't aim at the right targets. And particularly, I want to look at populism, which we find today. And populism, whether it be expressed on the left or the right, when, when people are agitated over different issues. And we live in a time of deep frustration. And a lot of, there's a lot of frustration around inequality and different kind of things which are getting on the nerves of people. And it pops up in form of different kind of social and economic movements. On the right, we've had in recent times, but it goes way, way back. But we've had the Tea Party and the Trump and in Europe, Brexit and all over the world, there's different kind of dictators have, have come into the fore and they use the, this frustration of the masses to gain a, a hand. And on the left, or if we had it in the rel- recent U.S. history, the anti-war movement and the fight against racism. And so all of these kind of movements have been expressed. People are agitated and they have to find some way how to solve this problem, which they see, which is oppressing them. The problem is, um, is that oftentimes the, the people or the, or the targets we single out are very simplified. So there are many people who uh, say the government is the enemy. We have to fight the government. And at the same time, people like that who are, who are worried about the government don't look at some other people who may be abusing their rights, but, but they focus on the government. And sometimes it gets a little crazy, people talking about Illuminati, some invisible cabal of, of people, even it gets really crazy, reptilians who have come to the earth, things like that. But it's, it's not so funny because people have used it in the past so to scapegoat the Jews, the blacks. And even if we go back to American history, the whole... This was a society which was founded on inequality, but by having Indians for, for the poor whites to hate and the blacks, it, was, it kept this structure in place. But, but this is a misplaced kind of rage, you know, of, of this racism or, or um, against a different religion, like Hitler used the Jews as a scapegoat. Even today, you know, people will, will point out some prominent individuals that say Bill Gates is behind everything. So this is not really a sophisticated view of events, and, and oftentimes it leads to tragedy. So here is where you know, we take it from the perspective of Proud. There's a book which 
Prabhat Ranjan Sarkar wrote called Human Society, and especially part two. And in that part two, he gives a, a, a brilliant rundown of, of history, which he calls the social cycle. And basically, he's, he says that in each age, a certain psychological type dominates the leadership, and, and they, they, they influence the society, and, and all of society is, is affected by how they view the world and what they do, and he traces it through ancient times when, when humans just were, were beginning, and, then f and they were struggling for their existence, he calls it the age of the toilers, uh, workers, you can say, but this this doesn't last long, and an era comes where there's brave and you can call it warrior leadership, the martial era, and and they organized the society and they conquered lands and the whole panorama of of human history right up to the ancient times. You know, Alexander the Great, the, these warrior civilizations was the time of the warriors, but the warriors also. Um, don't last forever, their influence doesn't last forever, and when the warriors conquered giant um, pieces of land and they had vast empires to rule, they, they needed a different kind of uh, expertise to be able to do this, and in instepped another group of people, which Sarkar calls the intellectuals, and, and these people who use their mind to conquer the world. The warriors use their might to conquer the world, but the intellectuals use their mind, and they became the real powers behind the throne, and, and oftentimes they were in the in the form of the, the religious um, hierarchy, like this. So these people during the Middle Ages were the, the real powers behind the throne. In Europe, the, the Pope used to crown the different, you know, the Holy Roman Empire emperors. So there was clearly some, it wasn't, on the surface it looks like the same old monarchy from the ancient era, so it was the, it was the, the intellectuals, the ecclesiastical authorities who were in command. But the, their, um, and this rule of intellectuals lasts for a while, but not forever also, because they also lack some things which were, were needed, because intellectuals had a, a fine taste for with spices and cloth and silk and this and that. And then they needed another kind of person to procure those things. And these were the merchants. And so the, so a merchant class became important, the traders. And this what we call today the capitalist class, acquisitors is another name that has been given to them, people who want to use their, their intellect but to acquire wealth. And, and this the the intellectuals who were ruling during the Middle Ages needed this group, but gradually this group became very powerful. And then we have today, when we have the rise of the Industrial Revolution, Commercial Revolution, then Industrial Revolution, we have the capitalist um, class. And this is the, the, dominant, um, the dominant kind of leadership that we have in society today. But Sarkar says one thing that's very important, is that throughout the ages, all these psychologies uh, are there in the society. All these skill sets are there in the society. They don't disappear, but they become, especially like in this age of the, the capitalists, they become 
oppressed. The, the martial people are there, the people who want to defend and or use their physical force or to to they have there's some courageous values. Actually all of these these different classes or, or groups have their, their strengths and their weaknesses. And so in the, in this capitalist era that we have today, the merchants are dominating and that's that's the situation that, that is there. And so rather than to look at some um, two people, like you say, Bill Gates, or this guy is the enemy. No, Bill Gates is not the enemy, but the enemy really is is that there is a, a class of, of, of capitalists. There's a, there's a structure, a corporate structure, which, is, which is, is causing a lot of misery in this world. And even this corporate structure dominates the governments. The, like I've said before, the, the tail can't wag the dog, and the government is really a tail. And, and the real structure is are these um, the financial strength of of this of the capitalists. So this is the, the, the problem today. So this is the, so it's not you know it's not the the Jews or the blacks or the Illuminatis or or this group or that group. That's they're not the oppressors. But the real oppressors, the real problem the, uh, for most of the um, symptoms in the society is a, a structure which is creating inequality. But Sarkar has said, and other people have said it also, that this structure can't last forever, uh, and the cycle will go on. So in different ages, there will be different styles of leadership. So the question is that we have to, when we look at the problems that exist today, we have to take a nuanced view of, of what, what our um, enemy is. So for instance, um, many people rail against the capitalists. The capitalists did it, they did that. But, you know, even this iPhone that you're listening to it on or I'm recording this on was, was produced by them. So should we throw them out the window? We can't do that. We, we can't do that. Um, and, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm doing this, I've done 10 minutes, I want to do something very important here because I have some friends who they know this whole social cycle. They know that we're in an era of where capitalists are oppressing the society. And then they say, don't take the, the vaccine because it was produced by the capitalists. Or another friend says, don't take the vaccine, it was produced by big pharma. So let's look at that. So what is the issue here? The issue is not that the um, vaccine was produced by capitalists, but if you want to take a nuanced view, we should say that why should any any company have a patent on it, why would the poor countries of the world be denied generic versions because one capitalist company has to, has developed a vaccine? So that is the issue. That is the target we should go for. Not to say that the vaccine itself is bad. That um, the doctors have waited in all over the world. So this is, this is the issue. And I think that's, that's very important. So we shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So some the big pharma is bad. It's very bad that a few companies control the, um, the health healthcare um, network of this world and, and influence and who is to live and who is to die. That is the um, that is the problem. But but not all the things that they create are bad. That's not. We just have to correct that. Let those companies come under public ownership and public management, and everything will be in a, in a better way. But not to throw it out. And many times people talk about the 
the mass media, that we can't trust the mass media. And it is true that in the United States, for example, like six companies control most of the different kind of television and radio outlets and newspapers, and you know, it's very tightly concentrated. But it doesn't mean that everything that is reported in those um, media are, are erroneous, because the opposite, you know, the alternative, what do you have, if you throw that out, what do you have? You have to become a researcher on YouTube and go to this place and that place and, and get it. It's not, they do, they do um, report valuable things, and there are industry standards, there are peer standards of, of excellence, and we have to respect that. In the same way, in the medical profession, we have to respect the different professionals. But we, we shouldn't take our eye off the ball, so to speak, that we have, we have to end the oppression of, of, of wealth, which is controlling every aspect of society. But don't throw the baby out, of, without, out you know, with the bathwater. So there are some good things that are produced by, by those evil, so-called evil companies. They produce good things, no doubt, but just we have to correct it. So I think we have to, if we take a nuanced view of the world, instead of focusing on some scapegoat group or individuals, but rather look at the structure and, and ask for a change in this structure, that instead of um, corporate rule of this world, that, we, that the, there should be really economic democracy. And that's really one of the main themes of the progressive utilization theory. We want economic democracy. So we, and if we have that economic democracy, then many of the issues which are oppressing us today will be solved. So this is, this is my take on it, but I really wanted to do it because I feel that, that sometimes people are, are swinging, you know, they have a lot of good heart and good intention, but they're swinging at the wrong targets. You know, they're, they're like a, a fighter with blindfolded, he's, he's, he's going to, I want to attack the enemy, but if you're blindfolded, you can't defeat that, um, that enemy that you have in front of you. So take off the blindfold, look at society in the proper way, and I think that we can make better um, use of our energy and, and solve the different problems in front of us. So this is my little rant uh, on this thing. It's, it doesn't, I don't um, speak for any... Um, any group of people in this, although this podcast is supported by the, the ProudAlliance.org, Proud Alliance of the, in the USA. And um, you'll find more information about Proud on ProudAlliance.org and Proud, P-R-O-U-T dot I-N-F-O, Proud Info. Um, that's the global site. But I just wanted to express this today. We need deeper study into the different problems and let's take a nuanced view and, and see really what, what the proper um, place is to, pray, to put our energies going forward. So that's all I want to say. And I, if you like this podcast, um, please subscribe to it on whatever platform that you're listening and come back again. And if you want more information, go to our websites, proud.info or proudalliance.org. And you can also contact us if you have suggestions for future podcasts or future uh, work that we should be involved in, let us know. We're happy to hear from you. So thank you all and hope to see you again.